Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Nearly Verified. This is going to be episode 16. My name is Matt Puglisi, and this week I get the chance to speak with David Meltzer, who is a serial entrepreneur and a man full of wisdom and advice. David Meltzer is the co-founder of Sports One Marketing and formerly served as CEO of the renowned Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment Agency. Fun fact, this was also the inspiration for the movie Jerry Maguire. His life's mission is to empower over 1 billion people to be happy. This simple yet powerful mission has led him on an incredible journey to provide one thing and that is value. In all of his content and communication, that is exactly what you will receive. Also, as a part of that mission, for the past 20 years, he's been providing free weekly trainings to empower others to be happy. Overall, David moves very, very quickly through a ton of his philosophies and his best practices in this interview. And to be real, some of it went over my head the first time we had uh, this conversation. But listening back, there are a ton of actionable things that he talks about, whether it be, you know, eliminating fear or five practices to better understand time or the difference between motivation and inspiration and so on. There's a ton of gold here. So overall, David, thank you so, so much for coming to chat on the podcast. Your words pack a punch and it was really, really cool to hear your thoughts. So once again, thank you and I hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Nearly Verified podcast. Today, I've got David Meltzer on. So thank you so much for coming on the chat today. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm very excited about it. Let's uh, get some good ideas flowing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So to get things started, you are the host of the Playbook podcast, co-founder of Sportswood Marketing, the author of Game Time Decision Making. And on top of it all, you somehow find time to do speak engagements amongst many other things. So with that being said, you're an incredibly busy guy. So my question for you is, as you live this hectic life of an entrepreneur, what processes do you put in place to stay organized and on top of everything that you do? That's a great question. First of all, busy is for people that are unavailable. I'm active and I break down my activity and activity I get paid for and activity I don't get paid for under the context of four key values. One being gratitude that gives me perspective, the ability to find the light, the love and the lessons and everything. Forgiveness, which allows me to make mistakes, which allows me to be comfortable in expanding, growing and accelerating. And most importantly, accountable. Uh, knowing that I'm in control of everything that I can't find outside of me, what I can't find inside of me. So I'm accountable and control asking myself, what did I do to attract this to myself? And what am I supposed to learn from it? Understanding the difference between motivation and inspiration, motivation being a fear-based, a lot of times activity that gets you up, gets you back up, gets you started, gets you back started. Inspiration is the process of pain and suffering, meaning Pain, indicating that you have a light, a love, or a lesson to learn. Suffering is the enjoyment of the consistent, persistent pursuit of that light, love, and lesson. And through that, I've created five daily practices that help me understand time. One would be taking inventory of my values every day, not being afraid of being a hypocrite, being uh, my personal values for that day my experiential values for that day. Most people, they don't know what they want. This is the process of figuring out their what. They don't worry about your why, the why will come. Get your what down by taking inventory of your personal experiential giving and receiving values, understanding that they could change tomorrow because uh, uncertainty is certain. 
that's the only certainty there is. So no matter what's happening, pandemic, elections, it doesn't matter. There's always uncertainty. That's the only certainty there is. Therefore, if you take uncertainty as a certainty, take inventory of your values, not afraid of being a hypocrite of changing your mind and your personal experience with giving receiving values, you'll be fine. Secondly, you wanna ask, you know, the two greatest things that will change people's lives, the two greatest things that people email me all the time, by the way, at david at demelzer.com. If you want david at demelzer.com, email me, tell me saying thank you hasn't changed your life or asking, what are we supposed to ask? Well, first of all, asking how we can be of service or value is always helpful. Stimulates dose dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins in our body, giving us a jolt of motivation. But more importantly, asking, do you know anyone that can help me? And because we meet people today in person, on the phone, via email, and of course, all media, radio, print, TV, social media, it doesn't matter. You need to ask people as a sponsor, a power sponsor, not as a gatekeeper, do you know anyone that could help me? The third is to understand time as being a student. Uh, student is the mathematical equation of luck. Uh, what you pay attention to and give intention to equals the coincidences that occur in your life. You're lucky. And so what do I study? I study the things I have planned. I institute rules like the 520 rule. Five minute phone calls, 20 minute meetings are my objective. I have a 120 value rule where I'm not going to take my time unless I can articulate a quantitative value of how I'm giving you $100 worth of value, even though I'm asking for 20 back for the implementation, not for the ideas, for the implementation. And then furthermore, beyond that, being a student of what I don't have planned, you know, I'm doing a training this Friday on procrastination. I do trainings every Friday for free. Procrastination is the unplanned part of your calendar. What are you doing with what's unplanned? Are you as attentive and intentive on the unplanned portion to create the coincidences with the unplanned? And then the biggest nuance is your sleep. You got to study sleep, right? It's a, it's a workout, man. Sleep is an eight-hour workout. And what most people don't understand is you got to warm up to work out. And if I tend to tell you we're going to go jogging for eight hours, I promise you'd want to warm up. Uh, for me, sleep is, is my biggest exercise of the day. Therefore, my tomorrow starts today, 9 p.m. My warm up is called an unwinding routine. That's how I warm up for my sleep. I know that it counterbalances all the interference, corrosion, void shortages, and obstacles I create through ego-based consciousness. Number four, do it now. You want to understand how to utilize time. You got to be in the present. 100% of the things you do now get done. The difference between successful people and all others, successful people get shit done. So ask yourself, can I do it now? If you can do it now, you'll save twice as much time minimum and be exponentially more statistically successful. Guaranteed, as they say in New Orleans. But beyond that, even if you can't get it done, then you got a place to put it, a repository called your calendar now. Make it something that you can prioritize tomorrow according to the values of tomorrow that you take inventory is the first step to what we're talking about. And then finally, number five, most importantly in everything that you do, in order to enjoy the consistent everyday, persistent without, per, persistent without quit pursuit of your own potential, it's very simple. You got to practice ending fear. And in order to practice ending fear, there's four steps. One, identify your primal fears. What makes you fearful, flight, feed, or the other F word. And then what's your secondary fears? Things like the need to be right. Imagine how much of your life you've wasted, money, time, emotions, relationships, resources, trying to be right. Imagine how much time you spent with the need to be offended. Holy shit, if we could feed the world as fast as we could feed offense, the whole world would be fat. We would have so much food. 
That's incredible. So the need to be right, offended, separate, inferior, superior, anxious, frustrated, angry, guilty, resentful, all of these things only create interferences, void shortages, only create interference and corrosion between the greatest source of power that we're always connected to. And if we could identify when we're in that ego-based consciousness of fear, then we can stop, be a ferocious Buddha, stop and then drop. Drop to your highest frequency. What does that mean? Drop to neutral. Neutral is your highest frequency. That's when you have the least interference. Drop down to neutral by breathing through your nose, over your eyes, out through your mouth, and then roll like a ferocious Buddha in the trajectory you want to go. Don't accelerate in the wrong direction into the needs of the ego and the primary fears of the ego. Instead, know that your mind, your body, and soul are on fire when you're in fear-based consciousness, ego-based consciousness, what do we do when we're on fire? Mentally, physically, emotionally, what do we do when we're on fire? Stop, drop, and roll. You do those five things, take inventory of your values, ask and attract, student your calendar, do it now and practice ending fear. I promise you, you will be active and you will have more activity you get paid for than not paid for and nobody will call you busy. That's incredible. That is incredible. Holy smokes. I, uh, I, I can definitely try and get on those on those five things. Definitely a process, but that, that was amazing. So much wisdom um, and so many things I want to pull from that. But uh, I guess one of them would be your points on frequency. So I watched your TED talk, which was phenomenal, by the way. And I guess my follow-up question would be in this frequency, you say that we can find our true potential and our truth. So I guess in layman's terms, from a student's perspective, um, what can young people do to tap into that potential and tap into that frequency? Well, first you have to understand frequency is a vibration and everything vibrates, right? So earth vibrates the slowest, plants, animals, humans, sound, light, then thought. And you have to realize you can only be aware of, and awareness is the key capability of this universe. The more you're aware of, the easier this universe exists for you, the easier the game is to be played. Therefore, if you can only be aware of that which vibrates equal to or less than you, you want to have the highest spectrum, the biggest frequency that you can to hit as many stations, channels, and strength of that signal and clear message as you can. And in order to do that, we need to practice our own frequency. And to do that, we need to enjoy, be happy with the consistent everyday, persistent without quit pursuit of our own frequency, finding our own frequency, our own truth, not what you think, right? You know, the, the needs of the egos, here's the three things that everybody worries about. One, my employment status. Are people going to be impressed by what I do? Two, that's E, employment status. G, what I got. Are people going to be impressed with what I got? Right? Three, other people think. Most of them are family and friends. We care so much about what they think. What I'm telling you is vote for what you want in order to effectuate what you want, and you will get what you want. When you focus in on the, you know, the missing things in your life, you're going to get more of the missing things. When you focus in on what other people want from you, you're going to get what other people want from you. But if you focus in on what you don't want, you're going to get what you don't want. So the key component to here is focusing on what you do want. Absolutely. And I think it's interesting too, because if you focus, um, if you focus in on that ego and you, and you let those things consume you, that's where you can get going on a very negative path. And I guess my, my question for you would be, how can young people act and make decisions that aren't rooted in that ego? How, how can they steer towards something that's you know, more beneficial for them and more constructive? Well, practice, right? You got to practice this. But I think the biggest key is mentorship. You know, finding people that sit in the situation that you want to be in. The easiest way to get to where you want to go is to ask someone that's already there for directions. They've already done it. 
And I think that young people especially don't take into consideration how much old people like me want to help them. They think that we're intimidating. They're afraid to ask. They get nervous even talking to you, asking you for a picture, DMing you. Hell, I give out my cell phone all the time and nobody calls. They're all too afraid. Even though I tell them they're going to be afraid, they're too afraid to call. So ask, 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 but spend your time to find the right people to ask. You know, I tell the story about my mom uh, when I got a job offer out of law school. I was going to be an oil and gas litigator or sell legal research. My mom said the internet was a fad. I'd ruin my life if I was a salesperson, that I'd better be a real lawyer. Uh, you know, she loves me more than anyone. I promise you, she cares about my well-being more than anyone, even my wife. Uh, and yet, just because she loves me doesn't mean they give me good advice. I got to find people that know what the hell they're talking about and give me directions how to get there. Yeah, 100%. I think that's huge. And, and something that I found just even by doing this podcast is a simple ask can go so much further than you'll ever know. The fact that I was like, I guess had the guts to go ahead and ask you, David, to come on and chat with me, you know, it, it, it makes all the difference. So I can completely agree with that point. Um, so I guess my next question would be in terms of failure, which is something that really hinders young people, you know, the risk of failure, thinking about failure, failing in itself. Um, and something that you've done beautifully throughout your career is articulate your failure into something that has, you know, turned your life around. So my question would be, how has talking about your failure in business, uh, what has that done for your ability to move past it? And what has that done for your mental health? Well, it doesn't limit me, right? So by talking about my failures, what I call illumination, when you illuminate the mistakes that you've made, right? That's what a failure is. It's a mistake. Mistakes are good. That means that you're in the learning zone. You're trying. Uh, you cannot be a great athlete without mistakes. You, you know, I guarantee every Hall of Famer I've ever met, baseball, football, hockey, and basketball, miss shots uh, all the time. They lost games all the time. Uh, and in fact, in baseball, one of my favorite, they fail. If you fail seven out of 10 times, you're a goddamn all-star. Uh, and so, you know, taking that into consideration, I want to illuminate why. So other people don't have to pay that dummy tax. I can't pay your state taxes. I can't uh, pay your federal taxes, but I can pay your taxes that cost you way more than those taxes. It's called the dummy tax. And I've paid the dummy tax and I don't want other people to have to pay that dummy tax. So I think illuminating the mistakes that we make and being secure in the fact that, hey, I don't wanna make the same mistake twice, but I'm happy to make as many mistakes as I can. I'm only so many mistakes from getting to what I want the same way I'm only so many no's from getting what I want. For sure. And I, I think that goes a long way and that speaks volumes. And I think a lot of young people will, will take that, uh, take that insight a long way. So thank you for that. Um, so I guess we will transition into some rapid fire questions for you, if you're okay with that. I love it. Awesome. Cool. So first one, heavy hitter, what inspires you? Huh. In Inside, right? So for me, abundance inspires me, understanding what I'm connected to and through inspires me, meaning I am connected to the greatest source of light, love, and lessons, the greatest source of power. And through appreciation, gratitude, and my value that I add to it, I'm also connected to everything else. That's what keeps me in spirit, inspired, keeping that connection clear. That's almost the definition of inspiration. Yeah, it's fantastic. Thank you for that. Um, okay, next one for you. Speed versus accuracy and why? <laughs> Determinative upon what the objective is, 
you know, if I was in a race for speed, then speed would be all I cared about. I wouldn't, you know, care if it was an, you know, the best technique, you know, if I could get it done the fastest. Um, if it's quality, then accuracy. So I think determined upon taking inventory of your values, aligning them and prioritizing them to the activity that you're applying it to, your skills, knowledge, and desire. I think people try to get these simple answers, speed or accuracy, depends on the situation. Somebody wants speed, speed. Somebody wants accuracy, but I think there has to be some kind of blend if it's not clear cut what's important. Yeah. Yeah. It's not two-dimensional. Decision-making is not two-dimensional. Absolutely. Absolutely not. It's based off of your core values every day. For sure. Cool. So uh, next one, how would you describe yourself in three words? Kind, thoughtful, curious. Cool. That's awesome. All right. And what would be one piece of advice that you'd give to a 20 year old entrepreneur looking to launch their business in 2020 or 2021? Same thing I give everyone. Be kind to your future self, do good deeds and ask for help. Yeah. Asking for help. Huge one. And last one here for you. Uh, one of your sayings is be, or be looking to strive towards the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential. So where did that come from? And what does that really mean to you? So it started, the idea started with a guy named Chris Gardner. Chris Gardner uh, wrote a movie called uh, Pursuit of Happiness. And I was trying to define happiness to cure this terrible uh, disease of depression, anxiety, and suicide. And happiness is the greatest virus of all time, spread simply by witnessing it, strengthens you mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, and in increases and in strengthens your immune system. Nothing better than happiness. Uh, and so for me, I went on to understand what my definition of happiness was. And what I realized was there is no pursuit of happiness. Happiness was the pursuit. So once I made and shifted the paradigm to happiness is the pursuit, then I realized what do I need to enjoy in the pursuit? Well, consistently means every day, persistently without quit. So I combined all of those. I now enjoy the consistent every day, persistent without quit, pursuit of my potential, which is my truth, which is what? My happiness. So that's the new movie that Chris Gardner should do. Yeah, take note, take note. That's amazing. David, thank you so, so much for all the wisdom, the insights. Uh, this is a fantastic conversation. Once again, thank you so much for coming on the podcast to chat today. I really, really appreciate you and your time. Well, everyone out there, please join me every Friday for free. I have free trainings every Friday. You can email me directly, david at dmelzer.com, or I'm featured on Spotify, uh, the playlist of all my trainings ever, my entrepreneur I'm featured on, all the platforms, check it out. You said the playbook, but check out those trainings. I'm in a mission to empower over a billion people, as the intro said, to be happy. I can help you be happy and help others be happy. And if you can do that, I'll be happy. I so much appreciate Matt being on. Thank you so much. Of course. And all the links for David's info will be down in the description. So be sure to check it out. But again, thanks so much.